Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at LSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. Knowing your worth is essential as you navigate throughout your career, but it's especially crucial when negotiating your next promotion. That's what Kim Radisson, founder of KKR Consult, told me this episode, as we discussed how to prepare for a promotion negotiation, where people make mistakes, how often to ask for a promotion, and much more. Kim will present on this topic at our July 22nd Women Wealth and Wellness Virtual Conference. And whether you identify as male or female, I encourage you to go to ohiocpa.com slash rise and check out our conference agenda because it's going to be an excellent lineup of speakers on leadership, DE&I, and much more. I started our discussion by asking Kim how someone should prepare before they begin to negotiate their promotion. Here's what she had to say. So before that step, I think it's really important that they are recognizing their own achievements. And what's really kind of exciting about this conference is that our keynote speaker is the author of um, a book called How Women Rise, talking about 12 habits that hold you back. And a lot of these habits that are discussed will help women as they're preparing for their next promotion. And so one of the habits that's shared in the book is called um, claiming your achievements. Women don't tend to claim achievements for themselves. They tend to look at it as a we-focused as opposed to something that I have accomplished. And I think that's just something we've naturally um, been kind of groomed to do, that we are supposed to look at things from a team perspective. Um, That's really kind of the empathetic way to behave and respond. But the problem is when we constantly look at achievements only from a team perspective, that makes it very difficult for us when we as individuals are asking for a promotion. So it's really important that women are willing to claim credit for the work that they have done. That doesn't mean that they can't recognize others who have been a part of it, but they need to make sure that especially their immediate supervisors understand what they have contributed towards workplace successes. Um, So I would say that's first and foremost, you, you have to be able to claim those achievements um, that, you know, that, that you have accomplished. Um, it's also really important that women know what they are looking to achieve out of their careers. And I'm not saying they have to have a crystal ball or a 25-year plan um, of exactly what it is they're going to be doing, but they need to have a good idea of what is the job that I'm in now and where do I want to go from here? So a lot of times what happens is women get so invested in the jobs that they're currently doing, and they tend to have really a maternal instinct that they want things to go well within their departments. They want everything to run smoothly. So they tend to take on some of the details of things that aren't necessarily propelling them forward in their careers. So they might, actually, I just had a woman woman recently who shared with me that she is in charge of purchasing um, within her organization. But what that means is she's also still buying coffee for everyone in the office. She's worked in the organization for over 20 years. She has a very high level position, but it was something she kind of always did and always continued to do. And it's just remained on her plate. And that was one of many items that she does 
just because she doesn't really have a good reason why she's still the person doing it. She was just always willing to volunteer to help out. Well, now all of those little things that she's doing are getting in the way of her next promotion. She's not able to take on the bigger projects because all of these little tiny duties that she's just kind of accepted along the way as her own are preventing her from working on projects that will move her forward in her career. So don't get stuck in the job that you're doing. Focus on where it is you want to be going and make sure that you create space for yourself to be able to do those big projects that will pro propel you forward in your career. And I love that perspective, Kim. It sounds like um, something, a, a part of both of those things that you mentioned is kind of owning, owning the things that you do well. Yes, absolutely. And women aren't always, we're always really good at owning that, right? Again, I think we've been maybe conditioned um, to not take credit for things. So it's really important that we are willing to own that and that we're willing to share that. And we can't just expect others to spontaneously notice that. And that's another habit that is discussed in the book, How Women Rise that we kind of just sit back and we expect others to say, wow, what a great job you've done with this. Or, you know, you're really an important member of our team. Not saying that employers, you know, supervisors don't recognize that, but sometimes it's important to just remind others of the value that we bring to a team. Um, because as busy as we all are today, we aren't always sitting back and just looking at who it is that we want to appreciate for the work that they're doing. Sometimes we have to help and kind of take that step for our supervisors. That definitely makes sense. Like you mentioned, kind of you can't always expect people to um, notice the things that you're doing. You know, everyone's really busy. They have a lot on their plates. Sometimes you have to be the one to point all of the great work that you're doing out to those to those supervisors and managers. Um, so the the title of your session is negotiating your next promotion, and I thought the framing of negotiation is so interesting because I think when promotions come up. Um, I hear the phrase typically, you know, like asking for your next promotion or, or talking about your next promotion. Why did you um, want to use the word negotiating? My background is in human resources. And so I spent a decade negotiating salaries with many individuals, both those who we were hiring in new to the organization and those who were being promoted or were just having their annual review. And what I found um, is typically, and again, I hate, I hate to stereotype or generalize, but typically speaking, men were much more likely to go into a promotion or into a salary um, discussion and negotiate for themselves and really kind of be a champion for themselves and stating why they deserved uh, what it is that they, they felt they should be compensated. Where I found women in general were more likely to accept whatever it was that was offered to them and kind of accept that as gospel truth of this is what my value is to an organization. And what I found the more time I spent not just within my own organization, but looking at other institutions and other HR departments, is that there wasn't really 
these set parameters of this is exactly what this person is, is going to, you know, what their salary is going to be. Um, there's, there's definitely kind of generalizations and, and where we tend to, uh, you know, what to pay someone for a position, but there's not as hard and fast of a, a salary um, that will be offered as what I think most women think there is. If you're not in a union environment, then there's a lot of flexibility with, with what pay can be or with what benefits can be offered. There's so many things that can be negotiated that women just never realize. Um, and if we look at something as we're asking something, it's almost like, you know, I, I have five children and, you know, they ask me permission to do things. We're not children when we're out in the workplace. So, it's one thing to, to ask and hope for permission, and it's another to look at our worth and our value and to negotiate to achieve what it is we feel we should be making. Um, and one thing I do want to talk about when, when we're talking about negotiating for your next promotion, it's not always just compensation. Um, I often recommend women, especially those who might be moving from one organization to the next, what I hear a lot of times is they'll say, well, I really don't want to make this move because I've I've earned so much vacation pay at this point. Or, you know, I have this benefit that's taken me time to earn over the years. There are so many benefits that can be negotiated. Um, now, some things don't have as much wiggle room, maybe when you're talking about 401ks or things that are, are regulated, you know, through the government. But vacation time is something that you can absolutely negotiate. Um, there's there's a lot of things that are on the table that I think we don't always realize is even a possibility for us. So when we change the wording from asking to negotiating, there's kind of a a change in the power dynamic of how we view that situation. So don't automatically think that the power lies with your supervisor, you know, with the hiring individual. This is, it is truly a negotiation. It's a very even playing field and we need to recognize that. And what would you say someone should have prepared going, you know, I love that mindset, the negotiation perspective. Now, what should someone have prepared as they are about to go in with their manager and negotiate their promotion? It is really important that you understand the industry that you're in, that you do some research as far as what salaries are typically paid for someone um, within your geographic area, within your specialty, for your years of experience. So spend some time doing some homework and finding that out. There's so many tools, as we know, available online where we can really determine what salaries should be. Um, also, it's not out of the question for you to talk to other individuals within your profession if they're willing to share with you what their salary is. Um, you can ask people questions. You can have conversations with others. Some people tend to be very closed-lipped about it. That's okay. Um, but others will be willing to share with you. If it's not even maybe exactly what they're making, they might be willing to share with you where they think you should be as an individual based upon your years of experience um, and what specialty area you're in. If they have some experience uh, within their organization uh, of individuals who might be in, in similar positions. So definitely do your research and, and see what is available out there. It doesn't hurt to talk to other organizations to interview to have offers made to you, 
Um, that doesn't mean that you're 100% going to be leaving the current organization that you're in. That doesn't mean you have to accept an offer just because it's made to you. But it is important to really know what the field is like out there, what offers really are being made. And it's very hard in a negotiation if you bring something concrete um, for the other party uh, to uh, to really look at it and 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 not look at the validity of that offer that's being made. And, and then to, they almost have to come back and be competitive if um, they almost have to come back and be competitive if you're bringing a counter offer to them from another organization. So I would definitely say spend the time doing your homework, find out what else is out there to make sure that you First of all, you're not completely out of line, you know, maybe with what you think you should be paid, um, but just so that you know that you are asking for something that's fair, and that will help you to gain confidence as you're negotiating as well, because you've done your homework. Something I was wondering about, especially within the, the context of you've been in an organization, you know, you're not, you're not being hired there. You've, you're a part of the team already and you want to negotiate your promotion, but is the timing that you choose to do that and kind of choosing when is the right time? When should you maybe wait or, or should you never wait? How would you suggest someone kind of time their, their promotion negotiation? I don't know if there is a tried and true recipe for when that should be done. I do think in general, especially as women, we tend to hang back thinking that, well, after this big project, then, you know, my boss will probably just recognize the work I've done and I won't even have to bring it up, um, which unfortunately doesn't happen a lot of the time. Um if we're waiting and waiting for kind of that next thing to happen before we want to talk about our promotion, chances are something else will come up. There'll be always be something in the way that we'll look at it and say, well, right now isn't a great time. You know, maybe this quarter's um, numbers didn't look good. So financially as an organization, this isn't a good time to ask. Uh, we just had someone, you know, leave and we're having to bring in some temporary work and that's a, a large expense. There will always be a reason why you shouldn't be asking for a promotion or we can always come up with reasons why. So I would say that you're better off to just make sure, again, you've done your homework, you kind of have your ducks in a row and then go ahead and move forward. So really the only time that's bad timing is whenever you're not prepared uh, would be my, my general suggestion for when you should be asking for a promotion. Say someone's been in an organization for a very long time about how often someone should ask for a promotion. You know, should it be every couple years, every five years? I know it's obviously very dependent on the organization and the individual as well. So, yes, I mean, absolutely, it will be dependent upon the type of organization that you're in, the number of opportunities there are to move up. Um, I would, again, suggest that you are focusing on what your career goals are so that you can look at it and say, what are the steps that will help to move me along? And what is the timing of when I want to be, you know, where it is that I'm, I'm, I'm headed? 
it also wouldn't hurt if you have a very supportive boss to sit down and talk to them about, these are my goals, this is where I want to be, and really get a feel for, first of all, are these goals realistic within the organization that you're part of? So is it likely that you will be able to earn these promotions over a period of time? Is there room for you to move? What is the strategic plan really of the organization that you are a part of? And I think that's a good place to start so that you have that idea. Um, Too many times I think in our minds we know what we want to do, but it may not necessarily fit with the organizational structure that we're a part of. So also when we're talking about asking for promotions, if you are in an environment where there might be limited upward mobility. So maybe it's a pretty flat organization. You might have just one supervisor and that supervisor reports maybe directly to the CEO. And so your chances for moving up are are, are very limited. What I would suggest you look at is the possibility of maybe not necessarily moving up in a management role when we're looking at promotions, but maybe even looking at the opportunity for a new niche Um, position to be available for you. So, you know, maybe I'm going to be promoted to, you know, a senior accountant level. And that might not mean that I am supervising others, but that could be some added responsibilities that you're interested in taking on. And it might be a position that doesn't currently exist. So don't let yourself, you know, kind of discount what you might be able to do based upon the current roles that are within your organization. Look for the opportunity to maybe create some new, a new opportunity for yourself, um, something that others haven't looked at or haven't thought of. I think that is definitely a possibility. We don't have to limit ourselves just to what we see right in front of us right now, but we can work creatively with a supervisor and with the HR department. You've mentioned a lot of great things, Kim, that people should be doing when they're negotiating promotions. Is there anything that you hear about or or you've seen yourself or experienced yourself where these are things not to do when negotiating promotion, common mistakes that you've seen? What you should not do in a negotiation situation is you should not make an ultimatum that you're not willing to act upon. So if you meet with your supervisor and say, I need a 20% raise or I'm leaving the organization, you need to be prepared to leave the organization if you do not get a 20% raise. If you think in your mind, I'm going to say I need a 20% raise or I'm leaving, and the reality is you really are hoping to just get a 10% raise, then don't make that statement that you have to have a 20% raise or you're leaving. Decide what your kind of line in the sand is and stay true to that and don't overshoot it. Um, You can ask for 20% as a raise, for an example, and hope that when you negotiate it, you get to the 10% that you hope to be at, but just don't create a situation that you're not willing to act on that just doesn't look good for you as an individual if you're creating these boundaries that you have already decided you're not really going to follow. So that would be my biggest suggestion is that you just, you need to be willing to act on whatever it is you say you're going to do. Maybe there's a certain amount of back and forth between you and your manager or you and your your manager's manager 
whoever that would be, when is the time to say, this is fine um, and I'm going to accept it versus knowing like when you want to push and continue to ask for more? I think, again, first of all, in your mind, you need to know what your bottom line is and be realistic with that. So you have to have taken the steps of doing your homework, of knowing where it is you think you should be. Uh, you know, having some interviews with some others, also looking at the pros and cons of what your position offers you. So, you know, today flexibility is absolutely an important thing and a thing that most employers are offering. But in the future, if you continue to have that level of flexibility or greater flexibility than maybe other roles outside your organization, you do want to weigh in the fact that there are things besides salary, and even benefits that are important to you. So just make sure you kind of have that list almost of these are the reasons why I want to be within the organization that I'm in. Because things like flexibility, while they don't add to the total on your paycheck, they do add to a better overall quality of life for yourself. So I would hate for someone to look at things and say, again, I need this amount of a raise or I'm going to find another position somewhere else where that position somewhere else might give you more money in your pocket, but doesn't really equate to you living a happier life. So be aware of all the benefits that you have within a position. It could even be a matter of, I really enjoy the team that I work with. And if that means that I'm going to make $5,000 less per year, I'm willing to sacrifice that. Know those intangibles um, before you get into a situation where you're ready to leave a position. Um, I think that's really very important to understand. Having a line in the sand for yourself is important as well because it will hopefully stop you from taking less than what you deserve. So make sure that that, whatever that kind of minimum is or that line that you've drawn, make sure that it is fair. It is really accurate to the work that you provide, you know, the value that you bring and what the market provides as well. And just know what, where it is that you are comfortable with as far as being, um, you know, compensated. Because the worst thing I think that can happen is that if you decide you're going to go ahead and say, all right, I didn't get the promotion I wanted, but I'm going to stay where I'm at, is I don't want anyone staying in a role and then becoming bitter over time because they really do feel like they're not being paid what they're worth. So make sure that you do at the end of the day feel like you are being valued within your organization. And if you do feel valued and you do feel like you're getting the things that you need out of that role, then it's all right. You know, sometimes the money's just not there. Sometimes it's just not possible for you to be compensated within the organization that you're a part of. You know, nonprofits obviously most of the time can't pay what you know the corporate sector can and sometimes that's okay with us because it's more important to be part of something that's cause driven um, as opposed to making a higher salary just know in your heart what it is that satisfies you at the end of the day and if someone is is listening to all this advice and they they love what you're saying and they're preparing themselves to negotiate their promotion but they are feeling incredibly nervous, incredibly scared for whatever reason. Maybe it's the first time that they've asked for a promotion. Maybe um, they're asking for a lot, um, something that they've never asked for before, so they're nervous. 
what advice would you give people to calm those nerves and to go into that negotiation, you know, the most confident that they can? I think first and foremost, it is really important to know your worth, to know what you truly bring to the table. If that involves you having some discussions with your peers so that you really can confirm that this is the value that I bring, go ahead and do that. Know that it's okay for you to ask for this type of an increase. I think it's also really important to look at what the worst case scenario might be. I think a lot of times we live in this, this fear, it's that idea of the fear is, is the unknown. That's, that's why we're scared because we don't know what could happen. If you ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen if I go in and ask for this raise? I, I mean, at times I've gotten all sorts of responses of, well, you know, my boss will think I'm not a team player and I'm afraid it could get me fired. I can honestly say I don't know of anyone who asked for a promotion and got fired as a result. I think we really are overthinking the situation whenever we look at these horrible outcomes that we think could come from this conversation. I think as long as you've done your homework and you bring valid points and you really do believe that you are worth what it is you're asking for, I don't see a lot of negatives that can come from this situation. Probably the scariest part is just that idea of having to tell someone else how valuable we really are. But that's really the most important thing we can do, not just for our careers, but for our own self-worth, is to really recognize what it is that we bring to an organization. So don't let that fear stop you from trying to achieve all of the goals that you have for yourself professionally. Thank you to Kim for joining the podcast to discuss negotiating promotions. What tip did she offer that you will use in your next negotiation? You can let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And you can hear more from Kim on this topic, along with numerous other impressive sessions this July at our Women, Wealth, and Wellness virtual conference. You can find out more and register at ohiocpa.com slash rise. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.